podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yao Bonsu and Tyler Brown. Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of the Bold and Bruin Sports Podcast. For this episode, we have the usual recap of scores and upcoming events, but our interview this week will be newly named conference champion, Strachina Joseph. Stay tuned for that. Thank you, Tyler, for that. Now let's get into some recap of scores, shall we? The boys' Bruins basketball team, varsity of course, took down Westbury 78-39 with Lance Henry dropping 13 points and Trayvon Blackett dropping 12 points. And then Baldwin also beat Hicksville with Kamani Jones dropping 15 points to lead the Bruins and Joshua Minton scoring 13 points. But later in the week, Baldwin would fall to Northport 51-49 off a heartbreaking layup. Miss to potentially tie the game. And then they would fall to Brentwood in what was another tough game. Isaiah Walker in the Brentwood game scored 16 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. Switching over to our Lady Bruins now. Baldwin took down Westbury 49-24 with Rennell Granham, 8th grader, leading the team in points with 10. And then Baldwin would blow out Hicksville 56-16 with Ty Fortune scoring 8 points. And then later in the week, in the Rose Classic Super Jam, sponsored by Nike, Baldwin would fall to Cambridge Central, 67-63, and triple overtime. There were clutch plays all over the court, including one by Dana Elcock. Shout out to Overtime Women's Basketball for covering the Bruins that day. Switching over to co-ed marksmanship, Baldwin fell to Garden City 707 to 649, and then would tie with Belmore Merrick 643 to 643. For boys bowling, Baldwin took down Oceanside 8 to 3 to win the conference for the second year in a row. Shout out to the boys. And then they would sweep Roosevelt 11-0 to end the game. And in three dominant games, Baldwin would win that last game, making them the undefeated conference champions. On the other side, the girls would take down Oceanside 11-0 with April Red bowling three dominant games and leading them to clinch second place in the conference. Shout out to the bowling team. But now we move to our featured athlete of the week interview. It is Strachinia Joseph. Today I'm joined with Strachinia Joseph, star, varsity, track runner. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How long have you been running track? Since sounds great. Are you a cross country runner, winter, spring, all three? No cross country, just winter and spring. Why not? Um, I'm more of a sprinter than a long distance mm. runner. So, which one is the best, winter or spring? Spring. Don't, is, it, is it really because, like, the weather? I don't know. There's just more competition during spring, so. That's a lie. because <laughs> the weather. Is the only reason that it's different, like, the time of year? Um, no, there's different races. Like, for winter, it's, like, 50, my races are 55 and 300 and 4 by 2 and during the spring, it's 100, 200, and 4 by one really. Which one are you the best at in spring? <clears throat> mm, probably the 4 by one really. Which one's the best to run? Like, which one do you think is, like, the most fun to run? The relay, of course. It's just the hype. (laughs) 
How much do you love track? Because I know a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with track, and they express it. They're very vocal about it. Um, it's a love-hate. Some days I hate it more. Some days I love it. No. Hopefully you love it more than you hate it. Yeah, of course. Where does that love and appreciation come from? Um, probably being able to run outside after a day of hard work and getting all the steam off and everything like that. Does that calm you down? Like, is that your method of coping? Running? Yeah, pretty really? much. <laughs> running? Yeah. Uh, who introduced you or, like, what introduced you to track? Um, probably my friend Deanna. She always talked about it, you know. What pushed you to, like, keep running when, at a younger age? Because when you start, like, how did you start running track? Because, like, I understand that she she introduced it to you, but, like, how did... How is it just like, oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna run, like? I mean, I wasn't really good at any sports, any other sports, so, you know. What other sports did you try? <laughs> I tried for like volleyball, you know? Didn't really work out, so. So, what was like your motivation to keep on track, the track? Um, probably my teammates pushing me. If it wasn't for them, you know, I probably would've give up, like, giving up. It's pretty hard to like, keep running, it's hard. Mm. So practice is really just you warm up by running. So wait, all right, so break down how practice goes. <laughs> okay, so basically you start off with like five laps warm up, mm -hmm. then you do drills. You do static drills, then you do dynamic drills, and then you do fence. And then after that you do the workout, which can, it could be like 100, like a ladder, like go up the ladder 100, 200, 300, then come back down. Or it could be like sets of 100s or 150s or whatever. And then a warm down. You guys are ridiculous for this. <laughs> I don't know how. What type of mental space do you put yourself in when you have practice, and especially for meets? Because when you prepare for meets, you have one race, one shot, to verse people that you've never seen before, people from different schools, that you don't know their ability. Most of the time, I'm overthinking. Like, you really want to put yourself in a space where you don't have any outside circumstances really coming into your mindset at the moment because when you're thinking too much you could, it really throws you off and you're not gonna have a good race you recently had the meet where they decided if you guys are going to be conference champions or not yeah you love talking about that <laughs> talking about it all the time how did you prepare for this race um i think we've been been preparing for this like since the beginning of the season we didn't really think we didn't we weren't sure if we were going to be conference champs like that wasn't even in our minds in the beginning of the season but like then we realized that we were second in the conference last week and then we were like, we actually have a shot at this. So we um, began breaking down how the race was going and seeing like what we did wrong, like passes, passing of sticks, how we ran it. And we basically just worked on that. What was the main thing that you guys need to work on? Basically sticks. So like how fast we could exchange the sticks, like so we're not losing time, adding like seconds onto our time, basically stuff like that. Is there like a skill for that? Like a certain, like, I don't know. Like is there a certain way that you need to do it? To um, pass yeah, because if you're like, you could, waste so much time passing the stick but like if you do it a certain way you get out and you don't waste time like putting your hand back or searching for the stick you just get it and you go how how often did you guys practice that in practice like was um, it just like for a whole day just straight passing the stick running <laughs> no um we, we just put it into our days like warm up or sometimes we do the workout as quick as possible and then go to sticks mm -hmm. um basically we basically practiced it about I would say three times a week, especially before meets. All right, congratulations for winning 4x2 Conference <laughs> Champ. Thank you. What does that win mean to you? It means a lot because I've been running high school track for four years now, and 
we this is something that I didn't expect and the fact that we made it it was really nerve-wracking waiting on the line after and then hearing were, the gun after you were, <laughs> after you were holding that plaque taking the pictures I know there must have been all types of pictures yeah what was the feeling like it was pretty good it was like all the hard work paid off having coaches helping us do technical stuff and do you feel like your work is done no not even close no <laughs> <laughs> what was the energy like on the bus um, on the buses, on the way there, quiet. We were no. asleep. Not really. Yes, it's an hour drive to the meet. So. What about on the way back? On the way back, we couldn't sleep. Too much excitement. <laughs> <laughs> what is the main difference between winter track practice and spring track practice? Winter track, I feel like we're trying to beat the sun going down because you know yeah. how we have no lights. So, mm -hmm. trying to go inside, finish our workouts as, as fast as possible during the spring. <clears throat> um, we do a lot more harder workouts and. You know, it's just hard overall during spring. Would you rather practice in the winter cold or the spring heat? Because I know it's not that hot in spring, but there are definitely days where it is blazing outside. Um, I'd rather practice in the heat. I Like, if it's too cold, I just can't. Like, no matter how many layers I put on gloves, I just, it's just too much for me. I just, I can't. Have you ever ran outside with a jacket on? I tried. <laughs> I've tried. It doesn't work. So, like, you have to put, like, sweatshirts on and gloves. It's just, like... I don't know. It's too cold. Like I, I don't like the cold personally. I like I'd rather the heat. So New York, I'm tired of the cold. <laughs> but how does it feel knowing that you have a practice? All right. So let's say like today for example, right? You have a practice, run for like three hours. When is practice at like six, something like that? Five thirty. I don't know. But you'll run for three hours, go home, sleep, wake up the next morning, and then you know you have to run after school again. Like this. <laughs> There's these I have like such a long day of school and then it's like oh my god it's ninth period but wait I have to go to practice yeah exactly it's terrible but like you know like I always feel better after practice like even though like during during practice might be hard and I might be out of breath laying on the ground because I can't breathe <laughs> but like afterwards you feel better and it's all worth it how has the uh, track experience really brought you and your teammates together because you guys are always posting videos Snapchat yeah. Instagram, <laughs> so like. So since it's an individual sport sport for the most part, like we're running, we're practicing with our competition at some point. So it's just like, although like, like when we go to meet, we may be in the same heat as a person on our same team, like that's our competition. But at the same time, no matter what, we're always cheering each other on. Like that's what gives us the motivation to keep going. I've heard a lot of track people <clears throat> excuse me, I heard a lot of track people like Emil and Justin Ross <laughs> talk about their conference ranking. Amir was just here, actually. Talk about the conference <laughs> ranking. What is your conference rank? Um, I'm not sure right now. Like, it would have to be events. I, I just know for sure for the 4 by 2 we're number one. Your personal rank, though? My personal rank, I don't know. I'm All not right, sure I'll tell you. Moment. It's 20. All right. In, in what event? <laughs> the 55 meter. 20. All right. Don't ask why I knew that. Just, 20 just out of? 20 out of, I don't know. It's just 20. What did you, do you know what your rank like used to be, like senior year? I mean, that's not senior year, sophomore year. Sophomore year? Freshman year, junior year, maybe. I don't know what it used to be. I have no idea. I know it was, it was pretty bad. Okay. It was not okay. as fast as I am now. <laughs> Can you talk about your progression from those years to now? Um, My times, if you look at my times from sophomore year, it was so bad. Like, <laughs> I used to think like I was getting there, like working, but like looking back now, like, I mean, I was improving, I was working hard, but there's like certain things I could have done better, you know? What good do you think you built on the most from those years before, sophomore year? Probably working on my starts, definitely. Because that's a big part 
of the race? If you're so, when you're in a race, what do you think? When you're in a race, what do you think is like the the most important part? The most important part, especially since I'm a sprinter and the race is not that long, especially for the 55, your start. Because if you don't have a good start, you basically like you just lost the race, and that's like time really? added. Like if you have a bad start, then it's just like the whole race is gone. So what is the method that you use for your start? So we down start. So basically we. So like. Can you demonstrate? No. no. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's just like your reaction time hearing the gun. So because sometimes you overthink it and like you're waiting for the gun and then you fall start by accident and then you get DQ'd and it's just like you really have to pay attention, clear your minds, make sure you're paying attention, like be ready for whatever happens. How has Coach Buckley helped you with advancing on your skills and making you a better runner in general? So Coach Buckley, he's pushed me very hard. Like even times that I've given up and like after workouts, I've, I'd be like on my, like on the ground, like ready to cry. But like he's always like picked me up, told me I could do this, pushing to do better. How has Buckley impacted your character? Um, he's definitely made me not want to give up at times and like help everybody like just keep going. So you are a senior, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are a leader. So who do you really think is like the, not necessarily the leader, but somebody who really lifts everybody else up? I want to say somebody who lifts everybody, everybody else up has to be Kemi. Kemi? Yeah, she's, she's just the character. clown. She's a clown on I the see team. Everywhere. She's a clown. She's <laughs> really a character. What is your main goal for the season? Um, my main goal is to use all this work that I did during winter and to put that into spring because that's where it's really at. Is spring just like, I feel like it's all like a build up. Yeah, like cross country, winter, then spring. It's just like, if I didn't do winter, then I would nowhere be in shape or be running the times that I run during spring because like it really gets you in shape and like, yeah. Do you feel like winter is kind of like a must if you want to be a spring runner? Um, I think so, yeah. That's kind of unfortunate. <laughs> That's kind of sad. You have to dedicate a whole half of your year. Yeah, it's just, just like if you spring. do winter, like you got, you have to do spring now. Wow. Final question. Last question I have for you. What are you gonna miss the most about being a runner for Baldwin Schools high school track teams? Um, probably my teammates. Oh. The most. <laughs> yeah, pushing me. And I don't know, my coach. Are you still gonna talk to these people? Of course. After forever. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's what they all say. But thank you. I appreciate you for being here. Thank like you for having me. I wish you the best of luck for your county's performances. Thank you. I would watch, but I don't even know where. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> take care. Thank you, Strachinia, for that. Congratulations on a conference championship. Every time an athlete enters high school sports, all you can think about is winning some type of championship, and I'm glad you got to experience that. But now, we move to our pod star of the week. Tyler, who will you be highlighting this week? For pod star of the week, we have not just one player, not just one team even. We have boys and girls, four by two teams, for becoming conference champions. Congratulations to them. The boys roster is Andrew Dakota, Justin Ross, Jeremy Jean-Baptiste, and Stephen Elcock. The girls have Strachina Joseph, Kemi, Kanita Jones, and Kristen Gardner. Congratulations. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for some upcoming events. And due to the fact that it is Regents Week in some places and the fact that it is midterm week in Baldwin, there is a decrease of games for all teams. But nevertheless, come out and support your Bruins. On January 24th, boys basketball will be facing Plainview Old Bethpage at 7 p.m. And then on the 26th, they'll be facing Thurgood Marshall at Holy Cross High School at 6 p.m. For our Lady Bruins, they will also be facing Plainview Old Bethpage at 7 p.m. on January 24th at Baldwin. And then on the 26th, they'll be facing Mary Lewis at Gaucho's Gym at 7.30 p.m. And to round off our upcoming events, Co-Ed's Marksmanship will be facing Massapequa on January 21st and Glen Cove on January 23rd with both matches beginning at 4.15 p.m. Thank you to everyone who supports this podcast and still listen to the very end of every episode. For our next episode, we will have Maya Ross, the only athlete in the school to play two sports at the same time. Stay tuned for that and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin sports.